1: I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex. Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Well, we follow, the
2: follow the money. That's what I always say. You Always follow yeah, the money.
3: Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VCN.
4: Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on V-CIN, v Sin the Sports Betting Network. This show is brought to you by DraftKings, Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And on Thursdays, uh, throughout the football season, professional sports better Brad Powers joins the program. His website is bradpowersports.com. You can follow him on X. He's at Brad Power 7. Good to talk to you again today, Brad. How are you?
5: Doing well, guys. Uh, good to see you.
4: So I teased this before the break. Uh, a total has dropped in one of the bowl games this weekend. It's the Cure Bowl in Miami, as uh, Miami of Ohio plays Appalachian State. Open 51.5, down to 44.5 at last check. And we, uh, we did get an email from Hagen today, who lives in the area, to point out that the game starts at 3.30 Eastern. They're expecting over a half an inch of rain to fall during the game with uh, sustained winds in the forecast at 20 miles an hour or more. Um, Have you touched this game already? And with that knowledge, uh, would 44.5 maybe seem a little bit too high still?
5: Yeah, so to answer your question, yeah, I I've I bet it. Both sides and both uh, sides of the total, too. Just, uh, you know, more information-based uh, at the openers. The opener was right around this number before the weather, before the news of Miami's quarterback being out. So my number's actually like the over at that point. But uh, as soon as Miami's uh, quarterback was announced out, I, I, I took a bigger position on the under at 47.5. I, I took a bought back a little bit of my original Miami Ohio position and took some App State. At current numbers, I'm gonna lean Miami Ohio at seven. Uh, I'll, uh, you know, last I checked, the defense is still gonna show up, and that's something I can count on. Uh, not only in this game, hopefully, but but uh, each game, each game for the last couple of years, I think Miami's had the best defense in the MAC the last couple of years. Uh, and well, sure, why not? Uh, well, with the weather that bad, that you don't expect, and. You know you guys gave me a reminder that uh, I probably don't always do a good job of checking bowl weather like I should. You, you would tend to think on <laughs> the bowl games they're being played in these <laughs> game in in these types of uh, atmospheres in these regions because weather shouldn't be a big of a factor. But uh, yeah, that, that's one that I probably should have bet a little bit more on early in the week.
3: Okay, so that's that's the uh, Cure Bowl at 12:30, and it's only the third game. We got two games before that. How about the New Orleans Bowl? And and the favorites flipped here in a big move on Jacksonville State. What do you think of Jacksonville State? And good for them that they get in a bowl here with Richrod taking on Louisiana.
5: Yeah, actually lean Louisiana here. A uh, little bit of a crowd edge. Been there, done that. I know Jacksonville State will be fired up, but I, I the main reason why I'm betting that, you know the leaning towards the Louisiana side here is just the, the, the disparity and strength of schedule here. I mean, Sunbelt and Conference USA, I think, to the novice. Ah, uh, they're similar. It's a group of five. No, I would say the average team power rating difference between the two conferences is about a touchdown difference, so I'll take the team out of the stronger conference. Been there, done that. Used to playing in bowl games. Maybe a little bit distracted. Jacksonville State, uh, they're playing in New Orleans. Give me Louisiana. Not my favorite bet on Saturday, but a bet that I have made.
3: All right. All right, good angle. Uh, we start the day, 8 a.m. Pacific. Myrtle Beach Bowl, Georgia-Southern Ohio. Ohio quarterback out Georgia-Southern lane, three and a half. How about this one?
5: Yeah, originally I liked Ohio. Uh, I did not expect Ohio to have a lot of the guys hit the transfer portal as much as they did. It's just not the quarterback, but uh, keep in mind the backup quarterback is already out for the season, so they'll be down to a third string quarterback. And Multiple other offensive starters are out, especially at the skill positions. And this was an Ohio offense that really wowed me to begin with. But now you take all those guys out. I don't see a pathway to success for their offense. So I'm going to, even at the current numbers, let's go ahead and lay it, especially at that one you got up on the screen there, minus three, a little bit heavier juice there. I'm laying it with Georgia Southern.
4: How about the uh, L.A. Bowl home game here for U.C.L.A.? They're taking on Boise State. You know, a couple years ago, before all of the uh, movement with the players, like this would have been to me a sexy bowl game, uh, right away to begin things with. It still could be, but you know what I'm saying with all the players potentially moving here. Bruins open two and a half now, four, four and a half total of forty eight and a half or forty nine. The right move in your opinion here to go up that much? Uh,
5: well, I'm conflicted. I mean, that's going to sound like a broken record, but I mean, I, I probably didn't have the best uh, injury or at least uh, quarterback uh, transfer portal luck on this uh, slate of games, but I originally liked Boise state thought they'd be fired up. You, you certainly saw them play their best football down the stretch with the interim now permanent head coach and Danielson, uh, but now Taylor greens out and now they're going to be down to a third string quarterback. So I don't like my Boise state position as much with that being said, UCLA's best pass rushers out. They're starting running back Carson Steele has not showed up to practice. He hasn't. He's been a no show at practice all week. I, I don't think he'll play. They have multiple other starters going to be out for this one. I still think Boise State even with the third string quarterback, we're the pizza bet. That, that's where I lean here.
4: Have you noticed, like uh, you know, and we all know this at this point, right? Last two or three years with the portal, but how much more time are you like spending on a day to day basis just on Twitter? online trying to track news talking to people like i I thought i had this game perfectly like wrapped up and handicapped and now i get this news which was totally unexpected
5: yeah it's much different than even what it was three years ago i mean you kind of anticipate the top nfl guys opting out to, to declare for the NFL draft. That was pretty simple. Uh, you know, some guys, maybe you can anticipate a transfer. You heard whispers throughout the uh, course of the season. I'll use UCLA as an example. Dante Moore doesn't surprise me. There was whispers that he might transfer out even before the season. Uh, the ones that have surprised me, I, I mentioned a few of them, these Mac quarterbacks hitting the transfer portal. Uh, <laughs> that was a little bit surprising to me. that That's something that I didn't anticipate and something I'm going to have to Look at further, uh, you know, as I bet, you know, go, go to Bet bulls and then next year, uh, it, it's something that, uh, you know, I'll probably be a little more conservative than what I was this year.
3: Well, how about the, the new rules now? Well, we were talking before the before the, you came on with the, the, do you, how many times you can transfer and also look at Murphy. Texas is in a in a playoff game. He goes, OK, that's it. I'll see you guys. I'm out.
5: Yeah, I mean, he's not going to be the starter. Quinn Ewers will be back. Arch Manning, maybe if he gets better, ends up passing him. He's maybe going to be third on the depth chart. Uh, He's a very big kid. He's got some stuff on film. There's going to be a high demand for him. he has to do it. He wants to I mean kudos to the kid that you know he wants to you know commit to a team before spring practice and get involved but I mean what's he to do? This is the calendar that we're dealt with here. You got to you can only hit the portal in like a you know a couple time couple periods throughout the course of the year. You can't hit the portal uh you know 365 days. There's a short period after spring practice and there's a short period right now. Oh, I, I don't blame the kid, but but man, it stinks for Texas, especially if viewers get banged up, which he has been banged up multiple yeah. times in his career, this year and last year.
3: Very good. How yep. about the New Mexico Bowl? No Tedford for Fresno. They got off to a hot start, injuries to the quarterback. Uh, they're taking money up to three and a half. New, me- me, New Mexico State against Fresno. New Mexico State taking the money.
5: Yeah, I mean, price-wise, it's a little expensive on New Mexico State, but I mean, I'm looking for teams that I can count on, and I don't, I'm don't. i not sure that there's a coach and team they can count on more this year, as far as effort, on a week-in and week-out basis, more than New Mexico State this year. I mean, they, they were as consistent as any team, even when you thought they would be, you know, against Jacksonville State. They're off the, the big time, probably the, the biggest win in the history of the school, of the football program, beating Auburn, and they still bring it against good Jacksonville State teams, so uh, I, I'm just going to go with the, the, the known commodity here. I'll lay the points to New Mexico state. Uh, looks like Diego Pavia is going to play for them. So if he's playing, they, you got a shot.
4: Brad, let's go back in time, a good month, maybe a little bit more than that. After Fresno beat Boise, that would have been before New Mexico state beat Auburn. What do you think the number in this game would have been at that point?
5: Oh my goodness. I mean, <laughs> right. The, let, let's take it just a few weeks even before that. Cause I started to get a little shaky on Fresno before that, but uh, before they lost to Wyoming, I mean, this line would have been Fresno <laughs> seven, at least, at least.
4: They have to be. And how it just completely flipped down the stretch then.
5: Yeah. You got to be careful though. Cause uh, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, when it comes to, you know, hot teams uh, against the spread, usually you want to fade them in the bowl games because they get expensive. And, yeah, and I kind of mentioned New Mexico state's a little expensive here. And then teams that, you know, that really look terrible down the stretch. Uh, Usually those teams get bet against too much. You got two, three, four weeks in some instances where you get that same narratives about teams and got to be careful a little bit as far as I'm concerned. But uh, I don't know with with Fresno. I I don't know. What's the motivation here? Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Who's going to that game? You, yeah, it's almost New Christmas, State, it's
5: everything. That's right. So, it's in I your mean, you're talking stone? about going for 11 wins. i yes. would be
3: excited. No, you, you nailed it. Jerry killed the job he's done. They should be up for the game near their backyard. And if you're a Fresno fan, alumni, who's going? It's almost Christmas. Who's going to New Mexico on a Saturday? Right. Uh, Independence Bowl. How about Cal and Texas Tech at night?
5: Galen Texas Tech, even though, you know, surprised me a little bit, uh, their top offensive lineman hit the portal a couple of their starting wide receivers, have hit the portal a couple of defensive starters out. But uh, I just think, you know, when Cal losing their OC, I think that hurt them a little bit. That was the major, major reason why Cal is in a bowl game, is their OC is off to Baylor this year. I just trust Texas Tech has a little. I think Texas Tech, because of injury this year, a little undervalued. They're better than their record indicates. So I'm going to lay mm-hmm. it here with Texas Tech.
4: We'll get to more games that you'll like coming up in the next segment. Uh, a couple of other uh, maybe tidbits here on the transfer portal. Uh, Gabriel, now that it's official, it looked like he, last week when we talked to you, it looked like he was going to go there. Now it is official. I'm get, that's Is that an upgrade over Bo Nix potentially?
5: No, no, I would rather have Bo Nix than Dylan Gabriel. Okay. Here's a sneaky one, and this would be a good tease the next segment if you want to do best bets. I think even Oklahoma thought they could upgrade a quarterback. The major reason why Dylan Gabriel's transferring isn't because, uh, you know, he's going for money or whatever, Oregon. He was going to eventually get beat out at quarterback
4: next year. Yeah, that's a five-star kid, right, Who who is... Yeah, Jackson
5: Arnold. They yeah. love him. You get to see him in the bowl game. Market thinks it's a significant downgrade. Right. I don't think that's the case.
4: Look at this, too. I want to run this by you. Uh, guys, if we could throw up that, that tweet again, uh, the SEC schedules for Florida, for an example. They announced <laughs> their schedules. They had the big show for it. I mean, this is now... It's gotten to the point. Look at this. The final five games for Florida next year without a bye. <laughs> Georgia at Texas, LSU, Ole Miss at Florida State.
5: Yeah, I'd be lucky to win one one game
4: out of those. <laughs> uh, I you know what I can't and, yeah, go ahead.
5: No, I was gonna say, even teams like Georgia and Alabama, look at their schedules. I mean, ten and two would be could be a hell of a team. So just in time for the twelve team playoff, because I don't think anybody's running these gauntlets on un- unbeaten or even with uh-huh. one loss.
4: It is going to be fascinating to see the opening numbers for SEC win totals next year. Yep. On this, And the same thing with a lot of these Big Ten teams as well. No doubt. So we'll continue here with professional sports better Brad Powers, maybe a little bit more on that Oklahoma upgrade, in his opinion. And also, uh, the point spread has moved between these two Power Five teams, but I'm surprised it's still sitting where it is today. We'll ask Brad more about that coming up here on v
1: Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.
3: Juice Reel, a free betting intelligence app and a tool that every bettor needs. It links your betting accounts into one app, delivers in-depth betting analytics on your betting history, and there's much more. You have access to the betting history of billions of bets placed by all Juice Reel users. This in-depth betting analytics with billions of data points enables you to tail the winners and fade the losers. Developed an AI bot, Robo Jackson, hitting 60% more than a hundred games. Find out for yourself. It help you become a smarter better. See stats and betting behavior. Juicereel, R-E-E-L, R-E-E-L Juicereel.com. We continue with Brad Powers at Brad Powers 7 on Twitter, bradpowersports.com Great information in his newsletter. All the teams where their quarterbacks out. Everyone who has people uh, players hitting the portal and uh, starters out as well. Uh, great job with that. How about does number one does Van Dyke do anything for you going to Wisconsin and, and your thoughts on Wisconsin LSU?
5: Yeah, he doesn't really move the needle. Like, uh, it's it, as far as is he a massive upgrade over what they had, you know, Tanner Mordecai this year? No, maybe a slight upgrade because Mordecai was, you know, banged up a little bit, but nothing that's going to say, oh, I, you know, Wisconsin's going to go from, you know, a, a middling seven win team to a contender in, in what is going to be a much tougher uh, Big Ten conference, especially for teams that were in the West Division that can't beat up on one another. Uh, year after year. So no, it doesn't do much for me, but I, I, I'll tell you what does do something for me. Just line move in Wisconsin's bowl game. Uh, I'm waiting for the news to officially hit that Daniels isn't going to play. Uh, and it ticks down any further. I love LSU in this game. I think Nussmeyer, the LSU backup quarterback is so a top five backup quarterback in the country. Seen him play. In fact, seen him play in last year's bowl game where LSU destroyed a big 10 t- team. So, and you look at Wisconsin completely compromised at wide receiver and running back. I don't like the offense to begin with there. And then just, I mean, they have four or five starters out uh, out of those, those two position groups. And they just lost one of their best defensive players to the portal yesterday and Turner, a linebacker. That's been a multiple year starter, one of their best players. So I, I like LSU there. I fade the. I, I don't like, I agree with the line move.
4: Yeah, I, I talked to a few people down in that area about Nussmeier before the season started. And the, the reaction was the same exact thing. It's like, oh, this kid's good. He can play.
5: They it, wanted him to play over Daniels.
4: Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Kid won the Heisman Trophy, and they're like, well, Nussmeyer's really, really good. We'll get we'll get a chance to see him again in this bowl game then. Here's a game, and I know we've talked to you about this, uh, I think, in previous weeks. But are you surprised it's still Texas A&M minus three against Oklahoma State? They open up four and a half. Every single time you turn on TV, another kid's leaving from Texas A&M. I think it's per your tweet, it's now 11 guys. Who are gonna bail on the program. They're still lane as a three point or three point favorite here. Are you surprised by that?
5: I am. I mean, let's say though, if all things are equal, both teams have full strength. I mean, A M would be about a touchdown favorite here, but man, it shouldn't be without that many starters, uh, skeleton crew coaching staff. Uh, and I just, you know, on the other side, a guy that's been there, done that's coached 17 bowl games and Mike Gundy and meanwhile, you know, oh, by the way, he's won 11 of those 17 bowl games. He's one of the better bowl coaches at 11 and six. I just, oh, if you wanted a best bet on the board right now that's available, Oklahoma State for me. I mean, I, I'm, I yeah. for, forget the plus three, you better bet him on the money line. That's what I did.
4: Expand on that, what you said about, because I think you briefly mentioned it last week as well with Oklahoma, how you were on the Sooners against Arizona, although the Wildcats were taking money. Uh, why don't you expand on that and tell us why you're so high in the backup quarterback here?
5: Well, a couple reasons. Number one, Jackson Arnold, uh, you know, five-star kid, uh, more talented than, than Dylan Gabriel. And I, I think Dylan Gabriel was actually pushed out. So that tells me all I need to, to, to hear as far as what they've seen in practice with the kid. I also think Arizona's gotten to the point where hey they're one of the best ATS teams in the country but now they're expensive as far as I'm concerned laying a field goal against a you know more talented roster in, in Oklahoma that saying something. I it's easy to to to, to be the, the the hunter now now you're kind of the hunted and we saw Arizona struggle a few times when they were favored away from home this season was a couple of times they didn't cover point spreads this year so I, I just I like Oklahoma's roster I think they'll have the crowd edge in this one uh, again, I, I make it kind of pick. So, I mean, if all things were equal, Oklahoma would probably be a four- or five-point mm-hmm. favorite. I just don't I don't think that uh, Jackson Arnold is that big of a downgrade. Now they've had a couple other guys announce out Oklahoma, especially on the offensive line, but uh, I'm fine with it. Uh, plus three in line for me on the Sooners.
3: There's a Monday afternoon game, Western Kentucky against Old Dominion. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think four linemen are out for Western Kentucky, but uh, what do you think of ODU a short favorite?
5: Yeah, I bet ODU still anything under three would bet old Dominion. I think they're fired up. I mean, you don't believe me. Just, talk, just, uh, you know, Google or, or YouTube or whatever you kids are doing these days, <laughs> the final play of the regular season, they scored a touchdown to get the ball eligibility oh. and they celebrated like they won the national championship. So they're fired up. Uh, one thing that does concern me. The nation's leading tackler is a linebacker for them. He's out injured. It's not like he opted out. He's just hurt. So that, that concerns me a little bit, but you mentioned that cluster opt-outs for Western Kentucky, four guys in the offensive line. I- I'm not sure that always gets properly priced in, uh, to the market, yeah. especially at a group of five school where this isn't Georgia, this isn't Ohio State where he's rolling the back of and he's still a very, very talented kid. This is now going to be not so mu- not so talented kid with not any experience. So look for uh, ODU here, uh, minus the two and a half.
3: All right. Uh, Tuesday, San Antonio against Marshall, a big point spread. I think we mentioned this with you on air. Remember the Marshall coached the kid hit the yeah. portal and the Marshall San Antonio's lane 13 and the coach said, yeah, the fan base couldn't stand him. And he's got in the kid, He was miserable here. Okay. And now he's gone.
5: 13 is a little rich for me. This is one where sure. If you have a eight and a half, nine and a half ticket in your pocket, I didn't get that. I'm a little upset that I didn't bet that I, I was looking over my tickets and didn't see that so I, I i'm disappointed i didn't catch that earlier now though i'll be honest with you pointing no return i like Mar. i would take marshall pennington's going to be the backup he led him to a big win over georgia southern earlier this year uh, i just can't be laying that kind of number here that with utsa give me marshall plus a 13.
4: follow the money here on Vsin, the sports betting network our guest professional sports better brad powers so i'll run some numbers by you here on on the board and we'll ask if they're out of range at this point you may have been responsible for some of these moves I know you like the Q South Florida total over. It's now 61. Is that pretty much out of range now?
5: No, I'd still lean that way. I'd still go over. I'd still lean South Florida in that game. Uh, major reasoning was quarterback was banged up, Schrader, for much of the season. and wasn't widely reported so much that they were going to, you know, they, they were using wildcat in a few games. So he's healthy. You saw them healthy in the finale against Wake Forest. They put up 35, looked like the offense in September, and then South Florida runs his Fastest tempo as anybody in the country. As long as I don't have to worry about weather, I'm, it looks like I'm going to have to start checking these Florida weather forecasts. Um, uh, I think I'm good. That We're in good shape even at the current numbers there.
4: You liked Utah State plus 2.5 against Georgia State. It's now a pick em. What do you make of that number?
5: Yeah, I'm still fine with it. Uh, the, okay. I, Georgia State's, number one, I already like Georgia State in the game, pure power rating. I made them uh, you know, close to pick. Uh, as it was. And then, you know, the factor in the fact that Marcus Carroll's a really good running back for Georgia State, he hit the portal. Their top wide receiver hit the portal. Their top offense lineman hit the portal. And let's talk, you know, this is in Boise, Idaho. Uh, Georgia State playing in Boise, Idaho is going to be a little bit of a culture shock. Utah State's used to playing there.
4: Good one. Now, is this one out of range? You liked Vitek minus six. They're north of that now. It's north of seven. Seven and a half or uh, eight is the number against Tulane.
5: Still would play it Uh, just two programs passing in the night right now, at least uh, for, for this season, Virginia techs on the ascent. Saw that in the finale where they destroyed Virginia to get the ball eligibility. There's some opt outs there, but not a lot of key guys for them. In fact, some of their opt outs are so excited that they're going to be playing in the bowl game. still. that says a lot to me. Uh, And then uh, on the opposite side, again, interim coach, several opt outs. I don't think the Mike. I'm not sure Michael Pratt's going to play and keep in mind a backup quarterback is hurt. Two other backups have hit the portal. If Michael Pratt doesn't play in this game, Tulane will be down to a fifth-string quarterback.
3: Oh, oh wow! Uh, two minutes, Brad. Two more things. You you meant you did this in your newsletter, and we start obviously Saturday. What advice do you have for people in confidence pools? Oh, uh
5: Good. You know, let Vegas tell you, I mean, to, to, to tell you what to, you know, I go off Vegas lines first and foremost. I mean, Oregon should be number one in your confidence. If you're doing straight up, I mean, let's not get too cute there, but, uh, and then I, I think, you know, at the bottom, you know, you're, you're, I've mentioned a few of them, uh, you know, don't be afraid, you know, a couple of three point underdogs, go ahead and pick them straight up, but it kind of, it always depends on the size of your pool. Are you going? competing against national. You know, you're going up against a national pool. Then, then you're going to have to take a little bit more risk. If you're competing in an office with twenty, you know, twenty people, again, I, I let the Vegas point spreads dictate uh, who, who's going to win those games. So, and then you take a flyer in four or five games. But uh, okay. we'll see how I do. It, I, I've i I've finished in the top fifty one year on ESPN's Bowl Mania out of what like a million people.
3: Wow, good job. One minute left. How about the FCF semis? South Dakota State's twenty-one Friday night and the favorites flipped Montana's now favored against North Dakota state hence takes the linebacker job at USC, their head coach.
5: Yeah. And that really got me off of what I was going to have a big bet on North Dakota state. I just, they're playing their best ball of the season. I think they're better than Montana. I think Montana's overrated. Uh, so that got me from a really strong position on North Dakota state. Uh, I'm just going to stand back there. And then, uh, the other game I lean Albany, uh, but, uh, I preferred the 21 and a half. That's how dominant South Dakota State is.
4: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, follow him on X. He's at BradPower7. The website is BradPowerSports.com. Awesome stuff. Good luck this weekend, Brad.
5: Take care, guys. Thanks for having
4: me. Yep, Thank be you. Good. Up next, we'll hit uh, tonight's Thursday night football game. Chargers, Raiders, a tricky handicap became even trickier yesterday. We'll explain why next here on v
3: become a vson pro subscriber today get a daily email recapping all the best bets every host every guest so obviously you get what brad gave out nigel seeley earlier with picks unlimited access to the vson.com slash picks page sort by sport matchup date and more check the leaderboard to view betting records profit roi who has the hot hand help me mitch pro picks betting splits Power Ratings, Dog yes. Videos. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today, $9.99. slash subscribe. Well, and some of the other great numbers
4: that you can find at uh, the website VEASAN.com while you're there. Look at the analytics report for this week. I tweeted it out. You can easily find it there as well on X at Mitch Moss Radio. The the dog in this series between the Chargers and the Raiders, 12-2 ATS last 14. Now, after a shutout, how do teams do? Raiders lost last week 3-0 in the same stadium they're playing the game at tonight. After a shutout, teams are 35-21-2 ATS since 2012. Steve Mackinnon has it at BCN.com. How about this? Off a loss and allowing 12 points or fewer in that game. The next week, like the Raiders are here tonight, 16-7 straight up, 19-4 ATS. As for the total in the game tonight, it's 34 and a half. The Chargers on the year are 9-3-1 to the under. The Raiders are 10-3 to the under. The Chargers are 9-1 in their last 10 games to the under. Look at at the points scored for the Chargers in the last three weeks. Six, seven, I mean it's, and I'll get to Eckler's numbers here uh, coming up in a second as well. Seven last week against Denver, six the week before that against New England, ten the week before that against Baltimore.
3: Two of those games were with Herbert. So I have a I have a legitimate question. Why is Staley even around? I have no idea. This doesn't make any sense that he's still the coach. They've lost four or five and as you mentioned the win was 6-nothing against the Patriots and how bad the offense has been and he's a defensive guy and they can't stop a nosebleed. Can you also think of a of a time where we were so well, I don't know lied to misled that this guy came in as he was sold as a an analytics guru so advanced. and a smart guy. And just just looking at him How embarrassing it was Sunday that he's going he's shuffling his papers and all the stuff he's looking at, and it's fourth and inches. He's got four guys in the backfield, one including an offensive lineman. He's got to burn a timeout. Uh He has no idea what he's doing. Offense, defense, any of it. And it also doesn't know. Go back to what happened last year. They're in the playoffs. They couldn't improve their seed. He's playing guys. Williams gets hurt, misses the playoff game, and he continues to keep Allen and Herbert in the game. Yep, yep.
4: So I'm not going to say he's like Freddie Kitchens bad or Urban Meyer bad. Those two, I take the cake, in our lifetime, Rich type bad. He's close. He's, he's maybe half a tier above those guys. He's one of the worst coaches I've ever seen, Brandon Staley. And we were sold a bill of goods on, oh, the math here. This guy, that he's, he's got it all figured out. The analytics, wait till you see what he does on fourth down. Yep. Pure genius so far in three years. Yeah, I can't. I just, I love watching Chargers games because they're so effective and so advanced. It's the exact opposite. They look like they're, they're again, Herbert could, should be. There's no reason why he's not every week, every year, a top five quarterback in the league. And we're questioning whether or not the coaching staff has destroyed the kid. That's how bad it's been. So, and Antonio Pierce, you would like to think, is maybe coaching for his job down the stretch here. If he has a true chance, and some people think that he might, I can't imagine he does. Well, there's that when Bassachio was let go, L. Davis, when he did not, re, you know, sign him the next year as a coach, and he Mark, led him to the playoffs. Mark Davis, yeah, I think there's still some regret from him for doing that. Sure, I don't think Pierce yeah, should get the job. You got to go somewhere else, but he. Pierce doesn't
3: think that. He thinks he has a chance. Well, okay, if they can all right, if they go three and one down the stretch, look we'll talk. But also they look horrendous offensively too. I mean we saw the debacle son and for those of you asking, twenty five to one is the price for no touchdown at DraftKings. If that doesn't happen again. I mean, that's in play with a thirty four and a half with the total. But uh, as we mentioned earlier, enormous for the win total for the Raiders. And uh, but then again when you look at this in the schedule and the resume you're 11-2 to the under the team total. You beat the Packers 17-13, the Broncos 17-16, the Jets 16-12. to 12. You beat the Giants out here. That's the game Danny Dimes got hurt, and you beat the Patriots. I mean, they are just an embarrassment offensively, what they have. Scheme stinks, but you have talent. I don't think Jacobs plays. Adams is sick. Good luck. No Allen. Oh, God. Could it's, a, it, could, it's a hound's breakfast. Could this be a little bit like last Thursday's game,
4: where the, the total is this low, and then all of a sudden you get a you know, a twenty four, twenty one kind of game. Turnovers and stuff, I,
3: I don't it's that's always in play. Well, no one likes to be embarrassed. And certainly everyone's just laughing at the Raiders what happened. I mean, I know the Vikings have a great defense and floors is incredible, but three nothing. Come on. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the offense will look
4: better tonight than it did last week. Oh, yeah. We can't forget about guess. how bad overall the Chargers defense is. Oh, that's true. In total. I mean, they're just it's not a good unit whatsoever. The first time they played again, Khalil Mack had six sacks. If you want to get crazy and go with props on him tonight to maybe have multiple sacks, alt sacks over, something like that, be my guest. But the Eckler receiving prop tonight, or his uh, overall props for catches and yards. Now, last week, it was with Easton Stick. He had five for 49. Yep. His Love prop it. tonight, they're juiced over again, but it's three and a half catches. And the uh, yards is, what, 35? I saw 30 at DraftKings. Is it that low? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the game before that, though, against New England, he had two catches for nine yards. Baltimore, he had five for 32. Green Bay, he had two for six. Yeah,
3: but thats you're taking out Allen, though. You don't have Allen now. Well, wow, That's another key. That's yeah. why it's got to be so much where Allen's got to be part of the game plan, which also, you got to throw to somebody. And I'm looking at Johnson, 25 and a half. He could get that in one play. I mean, he can't catch anything. He's been a huge bust. But at some point, he's going to w- run a deep route. And so you think you're you run into something here. He can't get two for 27 when you know, it's all said and done? Come I can't
4: on. I can't wait. To, Paul charging is going to join the show in about an hour and 10 minutes from right now. He was in studio with us last Friday. One of the questions we asked is like the concern level of Austin Eckler in fantasy leagues. And he's just like, oh, I mean, it's he's not close to the same guy that he was the previous two or three years but has that now flipped tonight because it is Easton stick as the backup and he's going to have to have some sort of security blanket. And Oh, by the way, as you just said, the guy who gets like 20 targets every single game is not playing in the contest. So, so the ball has to move through the air somehow, some way. And you think stick back there behind that line. And and what if Crosby and company, they're getting pressure the whole time. He's going to be, you know, needing the diaper and he's just going to have to get the ball out of his hands immediately. The fret factor could be real tonight. Yeah, and, and oh, by the way, here's another thing: maybe for the first time all year, a true home game for the Raiders. Uh, will, will we see more than five Charger fans in the in, in the entire stadium?
3: Al Lasso, our guy, our lawyer, sold his tickets Sunday for 450 a pop. You think these Viking fans were ready to go? Wow! And then Al's loving it because it was a three nothing game. Sure, he's by so laughing. This is absolutely, but that's also I don't I don't blame it. I mean, you watch this garbage with this product, and how bad they are offense, and the, McDan- the McDaniel's mess. It's like, well, I got Denver fans coming to town. I got Kansas yep. City fans. I'll take the three hundred dollars a ticket and, and see you later. I'll right. watch it from from home and watch something else. So, a Chargers fans don't exist. B, for
4: the small amount that actually are alive, they're going to make the trip on a Thursday to Las Vegas before the holidays. Maybe it's a four, five hour drive, four and a half hour drive, whatever. It's a 45-minute flight from L.A. to get here. What? Why would they show up tonight? They, they don't show up to their
3: home stadium for games. I know five Charger fans. That's not happening. Yeah. I'm with you. God, what a bad beat for Al Michaels. Oh, he is going to be salty. If this is 10-3 in the fourth quarter and he just got yanked off a playoff game from NBC, it's a highlight of his, of his year. Guy's a legend. And Baba Booey to y'all. I mean, this is this is this is a bad
4: beat for Al? I kind of want to go contrarian here and go like a Raiders team total over or something like that,
3: something they're not good at on the entire season. I can't. It's just there's too many injuries and there's so many guys out. I can't. They're a mess to begin with offensively. I, I'd fall off the chair if this is high scoring. The I bet, really would. The betting splits in the game at DraftKings.
4: Yep. You can get these again at the, the website Veasan dot com. Sixty two percent of the bets are on the Raiders. 65% of the handle on the Raiders. Again, it was two and a half yesterday, bounced back to three. And as for the total, 68% of the handle is on the under, and 64% of the bets on the under as well. You want to go nuts with uh, Zamir White tonight? No. If he's going to be the guy uh, getting the carries and Josh Jacobs is not going to be in? I will put pizza money
3: on O'Connell anytime touchdown. At 10-1? to 1. Yeah, Jacobs doesn't play tush push Yeah, all of it. Why am I it, Maybe I do East and stick. Why not? It's Christmas. Come on. Is he around the same number? I believe so. All right. Same. uh... What? 85-1. to They both scored right. Mm. How about that? Hey, everyone's trying to to mimic what Philly's doing. So that's... Yeah.
4: And uh, by the way, the Chargers are not exactly great at the goal line with Eckler. He can't get in. Uh Jacobs might be not playing in this game tonight. That number, though, Eckler, 30 and a half receiving oh, yards. Oh, boy, that seems... And easy. the three and a half receptions. Oh, come on. That,
3: to and me, that and the Johnston. The rookie. Yes. Yeah. Who am I throwing to? I mean, I, the only guy they were throwing to was Allen, and now he's out. I know. Could it be Engram? Everett, I mean? Everett, Everett I mean? Everett, no. But, yeah. 31 and a half that's what he said all
4: right we'll get into uh, tonight's NBA card up next we have some very good matchups on the schedule we'll run it down with point spreads and totals for you coming up on follow the money it's Visa and the sports betting network
2: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury
1: Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today.
3: In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, no matter how the action unfolds. You know, DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. New customers get 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting $5. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW at DraftKings. The crown is yours. I guess I stumbled into something here with the teenagers and kids don't know how to read a clock because we're hearing from teachers, and it's nonstop. You can tweet at us, uh, ftm at the email. You know, uh, Lebowski says, nothing shocks me. I have teenagers. It's like us trying to use something on TikTok with musics and filters. Sure. Um, and it's another guy here says he's a teacher. I'm a computer science teacher in Denver. Freshmen don't know how to use a computer mouse. They wiggle it around up in the air. No clue what to do with it. They've only known the touch screen. Hans, Hans Gruber. This is from uh, Ian McRae.
4: Blame the parents. I see parents of 12-year-olds tying their sneakers before basketball games. <laughs> Clocks are the least of our concern. <laughs> uh, is, that, is that right? 12-year-olds don't I know how to tie shoes anymore? Why uh, Do we sound ancient today? No, no. We're okay. You know what you should do? It's No, no. You, it, you it, should. I,
3: I agree with that. They're, these kids, are, they're, they're wacko.
4: Here, here, This will tell you how Paulie and I have no idea. We don't have kids. Like I, what, what's the end range when a kid doesn't need to be babysat for anymore? Is a 12 year old still getting, does that, does that still require a babysitter? He should be good. Put Netflix on. He should be fine. Okay. A 10 year old has, okay. You, you We're, should be required to babysit like a 10 year old for a weekend and tell what, me, is this some kind of a punishment? What, uh, what? Just, just to like, yeah, t- test your metal. And this, I have no patience just as like, that's another reason So then you why would learn exactly the stuff that you would throw at them. And the kid would be like, I don't know. What are you talking about? You would just be, your mind would be blowing.
3: How long have I known you? Oh, a long time. 24 years, right? I knew it like 23. I wanted no part of this. I, I have no patience and I'm selfish. It's like, I want to watch television. What I don't want to take kids to soccer, hockey practice, help with homework. Get out of here. At like 26, you were that old. I was like 16. Well, at 26, I was gonna do get a vasectomy, and I was gonna get it sponsored, and I was gonna do it on air, and we're gonna sell it with the, at ESPN Radio in Las Vegas. And and the doctor's like, "You sure? Are you sure?" I go, "Yeah, I don't. I'm 26. I don't care. You will see at 26. You're not gonna change your mind." I go, "No," and this, but this oh, megabucks would change your mind. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Got that? Oh man. But that's so. Yeah, maybe we're we're out of it from that sense. But I totally agree with these. No, we're not out of line though in terms of what's well, gone on and how these kids behave and act and go through life. I, I don't get it. We're also getting a bunch of feedback saying they
4: have no idea how to talk on the phone, so it's it's nothing but texting. And so if you like, parents are telling me right now, like on Twitter, they're they're saying, I listen to
3: kids try to have a conversation on the phone and they can't, they don't know what they're doing. Right. We mentioned that years ago. It was the guy. It was Thanksgiving dinner. And the girls are sitting next to each other, texting
4: and they're, and each they're other. texting each
3: other. Yeah, it's like she's sitting right here. Yeah. Well, what
4: happened? I mean, the math teacher chiming in today, saying that my kids don't know. He's a, they don't know how to multiply three times four. When did you learn how to? When did you learn how to add two plus two and multiply three times four? At what age is that? Six, eight, high school kids don't know how to do that anymore. Oh, I we are sounding like we're one hundred and twelve years old, huh. but. Man, it's uh, the future of the country. Looks good, huh? These yeah, are the, it's definitely
3: cause for concern. The, I
4: used to be an FBLA, Future Business Leaders of America. Huh.
3: Imagine what that group looks like today. <laughs> oh, man.
0: Miss well, Risto, whole, hello. Uh, Shout out,
3: Miss Risto. Yeah, well, it's a whole other discussion now. What do you want to be called? What do you, I mean, that's, we can go down different roads here. Uh, but uh, I'll punt on the discussion from here on out. But uh, yeah. I understand where everyone's coming from. It's this, alarming. I, again, I, I heard it yesterday driving home. And I was, don't do this. I was on my phone. and But anyways, I'm on my phone driving. I look and it's on Instagram. And this is this is the, the teacher. She's a, she's a high school teacher. And, and she goes, put your phones away. Whatever. Oh, I'm looking at the time. Look at the clock. And they go, what's that? I don't know. And half the class, she made them raise their hand. Half the class that admitted it. Who knows if it was more? Half the class said, I don't know how to read a clock <laughs> tell time. I mean, this is it's wild. It's a, it's a scene out here.
4: All right, some of the marquee games that we have tonight in the NBA. It's a really good schedule. We never have – this is like the second or third time this year with Thursday nights going against football where the NBA has been solid. Cavaliers playing at the Celtics again. Cavaliers just – I'm not going to say they gave that game away against Boston, but they were in that a lot and had a lead to begin. And Boston came back, and they eventually won that game. But the, the Celtics are lane nine tonight. is the total. You said this yesterday. I would agree. I think the health of Porzingis means this lineup. Yep. The starting five is historically good for Boston. It's like the best, based on advanced numbers, it's the best starting five, I think, ever.
3: Well, uh, they're a scary team, but I'm still strong on Milwaukee in the sense that they will get this figured out by playoff time, and they're going to be a force offensively. Now, the issues with Griffin, the new coach, and also the defense's is in, you know, twenty one, twenty two last time I checked. So, But you're, the Porzingis is a huge key. Porzingis makes a big difference for this Boston team. But then again, all I've heard going back is, oh, they're so talented. Oh, they're so deep. And then they vomit on themselves and blow it. I mean, that was an absolute debacle what happened against Miami. They think they can just show up and they have so much talent. And next thing you know, oh, I'm down 0-3 in the series. They had to go 7 against the Sixers. The Sixers should have won that series. That's another one, too. So, and then they should have beat Golden State as well. They're a little bit like Golden State. You know, Jalen Brown, they're sloppy with the basketball. Sure, sure. So, I understand where you're coming from with what it looks like on paper, but can you get it done when it counts? Mavericks playing tonight.
4: Again, they they played an awesome game against the Lakers two nights ago. They hit everything from downtown. Dante Exum. I know. Wow. was outstanding. Good for him. They're lane two. Is this, I I get it, it's a Mavs game, so their games can also go to the moon,
3: but it's 230 and a half against Minnesota. Yeah, they'll probably dictate tempo, and Minnesota's number one in defense. Also, what's going on with Edwards here? Are we going to have Edwards tonight? He didn't play in the loss against the Pelicans, so still your one seed in the West. The ship has sailed, but it was also a good bet to to bet them to win the division as Denver's going through issues and and going through the uh, motions as well. But, you know, a big one here. Be nice to grab this one after you get beat against uh, the Pelicans and, and bounce back against the Mavs. And I, I like the T-Wolves if Edwards plays. Yep, so do I. And I would lead under. Uh, it's early here in the morning, though, but we need
4: more information, obviously, on these rosters and the lineups tonight. Thunder at the Kings. Again, you, you kind of just like poo-pooed this during the break. I'm like, look at the total here. Kings are one and a half. Total
3: is 244 and a half. I think your response was, yeah, that's nothing. It's nothing today. Well, they keep going over. I mean, we're going to get up. We should probably see two fifties on a nightly basis, even in games not with Indiana. When you see what Atlanta's doing, so hard to get a read on the Kings. They've been up and down. They just got smashed by the Clippers. You know, you really, I, I'm with you. I really like this Thunder team, also right in the mix to win that division too. Yep. Good division. Um, and uh, interesting game tonight. I, I, I don't want the under. I'll say that, and I don't want the Warriors. Clippers are laying five and a half. The Draymond Green mess—they're just not a good team. They have no size. They're sloppy with the ball. We know that it's them every year. But when you when you don't have that type of talent, and you still continue giving it away with the silly turnovers, and what has happened—it's it, over for Clay Thompson. It looks like that it's okay. Well, you're probably going to miss the playoffs, mm-hmm. or you're you're, you're you're four and eleven in your last fifteen. What are they now? The eleven seed, twelve seed, and here yeah, come the Clippers. Range. Clippers are hot. People mocked them. Harden said, watch out when we get this figured out. Okay, they've won five in a row now and eight of 11. So they've played that funky game, afternoon game, championship Saturday, that December 2nd. They were down big and came back to beat them. So I think I think the Clippers take care of business.
4: Yeah, I mean, they're peaking right now, playing the best basketball of the season by far. Golden State's going the exact you, – you would be buying really low and selling high right now on both these teams, right? Because it looks terrible for Golden State. Five-and-a-half does seem a little bit short. It almost seems a little fishy, to be honest. Is that the time to say there's going to be a correction here? And um, I, I can't do it either, just because the Clippers, what we're watching right now from the Clippers, by the way, how about this for a sign? Those This stretch with Kawhi Leonard, back-to-back games with 30 points, first time I think it was like in five-plus years he's done that, that guy never plays back-to-backs. Right. Now he had a back-to-back with 30-point games. The guy that you want to watch tonight though, I think and moving forward with Golden State with his player props is Jonathan Kaminga. I saw Bay Area Media tweeting about this and they're spot on. He's going to have to be the guy that steps up for the Warriors, I think on both sides of the court, and he's going to get a lot more playing time in turn. I don't even see a number for his uh, player for his points as of right now, but if you do at some point this morning if it's low enough, you can look at the NBA, you know, player prop analyzer on com to look where he's been with the with the numbers as of late. That's the guy you want to definitely watch. Now, maybe it's not tonight again because the Clippers play really good defense as well. They're one of the best defensive teams in the entire league.
3: What a fun start to the season. These incredible losing streaks, these high the high scoring games. Are... The, the 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 in-play turn the in-season tournament, what uh what Orlando's doing, what the T-Wolves are doing? I mean, who had this before the season? Orlando's the 2 seed, Minnesota's the one. Yeah, no kidding. Let's follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
4: Mike Palm is the VP of Circle Las Vegas. He'll join us in studio coming up next. There will be no chop among the remaining 13 Survivor, uh, Survivor contestants. Find out why next.
2: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
1: I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex.